Welcome back to the IC Pixels podcast. This is David. This is Anthony. Um, guess what? We're late again. <laughs> I uh, so our last episode would have been on time, but we had to go vote. Um, and weren't uh, you? We had to send our mail-in ballots, and we were busy counting or something. That's what why there was a delay. And you have to go down to Memphis to <laughs> to vote. Oh, to, oh, you went to Memphis to vote. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened. Um, what's been interesting to me is just the, you know, <laughs> if people are paying attention. Some people are probably ignoring it, which may be good, and I'm trying to halfway ignore it, but partially to see what, pay attention to what's going on, just the whole movement from previous administrations like the disinformation and like you know that kind of movement that people have and the branding around it and things like that it's really interesting to me um just how i don't know it's kind of it's kind of crazy to just watch you know i have uh well i avoided all of that for the last three or four years and then i have not uh, stopped avoiding it yet so i haven't watched anything like so on the day of the election like i voted early um yeah. with a mail-in because i'm uh, an illegal alien or mm. whatever but <laughs> um <clears throat> excuse me uh on the day of the election i was working on something else so i did not watch any coverage and then for the f- couple days after like i heard people saying you know they haven't decided yet they still are counting whatever but I wasn't, uh, I didn't watch any news at all around it because it was just like, I, it doesn't matter. And I think, <clears throat> I do think it is important to vote, but I can understand as a black person, you can just say, ah, it's, it has no impact, especially as a black person, like living in a state that basically always goes a certain way. Well, it I kind of doesn't matter this year. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in where you are in Atlanta, like. I'm not surprised at that state flip, yeah. given just the amount of black people that have well, moved and lived down there and all that type of stuff. I mean, uh, maybe, but I mean, it's still not like super blue, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's, it's a not, whole lot of country. Yeah, it's not that. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's flipping, but it's, yeah, it's not completely there. So, I mean, it's like, you know, especially when things are really close, it was like, oh, wow, this is what it feels like to have your vote count. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I think it's the I'm same like way. Looking like, at, like, I'm waiting on my county to report, and it's like, oh, my vote counted here. I mean, <laughs> or even, you know, even like the, the states like Michigan and things like that that actually went the other way last time. Mm-hmm. Them flipping back the other way. I mean, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I, I feel like people actually saw that their vote counted this time. Yeah, some people. I mean, for me, yeah, I guess it, you're right. Um, because it's your numbers if you think about like states like um, like for instance Virginia and probably some parts of Maryland where I live like the part like Baltimore and the parts near DC of course are going to vote one way but then all the country areas like if I drive like let's say northwest for like maybe 30 minutes Mm -hmm. I'm in Trump country Maybe not hardcore Trump country, but I'll start seeing it'll be country, and you'll start seeing a lot of Trump pent signs and stuff like that. <clears throat> and so, 
it's like one part of the state where the the heaviest uh, concentration of population is, they can kind of decide for everyone else. It's like Virginia, majority of that is probably going to go. Would if it weren't for like the D.C. part of Virginia, mm. the state would probably go the other way. But a lot of times it goes Democratic just because of the population concentration. Whereas the rest of the state, they may believe differently, but they're just not enough people to push. Yeah. And that that's kind of what's happening, in it, I believe, in the Georgia area as well. Yeah. Well, you have Atlanta, and there's like Macon and Savannah, and like there's like a couple of blue pockets, and that's kind of like what pushes it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Atlanta being the strongest, of course, but um, I mean, it, it's it's really interesting. I mean, I've been paying more attention than I feel like I want to, but and then I'm like, I don't know, it's like anxiety around it, just like wanting to like, I don't know, know what's going on, and then watching all the drama after the fact with the you know pushback from people like saying things are fake and you know just making up all kinds of stuff. Um, and then, you know, and then me in Georgia, like I've, I'm still in the thick of all the, you know, election stuff because of the runoff in January yeah. and just can't leave it. And it's, I mean, it's really interesting to see like how people choose exactly who they want to appeal to. Mm-hmm. And like you know, some people they seem like they're trying to go for a broader approach, and other people seem like they are specifically. It's like, no, I only want these people to vote. I don't really care what you people over here are doing. You know, I'm not even going to consider that what I'm saying now just sounds crazy to you. I'm just going to say whatever I think will get you to, you know, it's that you know playing to the very base. Yeah. yeah. Tactic. Well, I think uh, so. Modern technology and all that stuff and stuff has allowed you to get to a point where you can talk directly to your base without talking to other people. And I think some people also, you know, with the, the way things have been very divisive, it's easy to just say, I'm only going to talk to the people that care about me. And if you're listening, I don't care what how you feel, basically. Mm hmm. I don't know. Are you one of those people that feels like that was crying when uh, Biden was announced as the winner or was uh, so happy that everything is going to be amazing now? Uh, I mean, I didn't feel like everything was going to be amazing. I felt like at least I don't know. At least I'm not going to have to hear from the president every day, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be an attention, you know, grabbing thing every moment of every day. Um, so, I mean, I was happy in a way because, I mean, it did feel like, you know, a weight was lifted because I, don't know, I just didn't like where things were going. And just to, it's frustrating to watch people that push like disinformation and just stand on it. You know, like it's like you're like, no, the sky is blue. And they're like, no, it's not. You're like, but no, look at it, it's blue. And they're like, no, it's not. It won't it's like what do you it's like what do you do with that? Like Yeah. <laughs> like the just the um well I saw it's like Obama was talking about an interview recently. Um, like not just the, you know, push of disinformation, but just the um he may have said it better, but the erosion of like truth and you know, it's like the like to the point where it's like truth doesn't even matter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> which is it's really frustrating because you see it on Twitter all the time and half the time it's like I don't know if this is even the real person or you know it, the Twitter's a weird, weird place because I know it's also not the real it's not real life in a way it, it more so reflects the most extreme parts of real life but it's not entirely the real life, but it, it's, I don't know, it's interesting <laughs> just watching it. So, I mean, in that way, yeah, I did feel some, I did feel like, you know, somewhat of a weight was lifted. Do I think everything's going to be perfect and amazing and blah, blah, blah? No, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. I mean, watching people dance in the streets and whatever, I mean, that was cool. People just, I think this year people just want to get outside, so. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. reason. I thought it was but, interesting. Um, I was not doing any celebration of any kind or anything like that. Uh, but it, I mean, it was, I was glad to hear that it wasn't more of the same, but, um, I wasn't like, you know, some people were like crying on TV, you know, act, like all kinds of unnecessary oh, yeah. stuff. I don't think that's, and I'm nice. like, really? <laughs> um, I mean, of course things will change, but I think from my perspective, there are some things that just can't change back. It's like once you know that uh, once you know how a magic trick is performed, it's hard to change it back. And I think mm-hmm. um, it's hard to you know, like uh, replace that illusion and, and all that type of stuff. So I think now that people have seen that, hey, you can get elected this way and you can somewhat run the country this way. I think that um, I won't be surprised if you see, you know, in the next election or the next, you know, other even smaller elections you won't see the same or similar type of tactics used and same type of uh, actions used and that type yeah. of stuff. And then it may just be by like even, somebody that's less. Yeah. I yeah. Guess, I think, I don't think people will be that far, <laughs> but it's like, Oh, we've seen this work. So we're going to try this. Again. Like we didn't forget yeah. what happened. No, that's what they're trying to, they're literally trying to do that right now. You're in Georgia. It's just like running on the same thing, but it's weird. Cause it's like, uh, they're trapped in a thing where it's like, no, let's run on like everything's rigged, but but you're still running for something. Yeah. So if it's rigged, why are you even involving yourself? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like you run a risk, but then they're scared to say anything because it's it's such a. I mean, part of it's a little laughable, but it's also a little scary too because it's like, is this working? I don't know. It's it's. I mean, it, you know, and it, you know it. I also realized that most people, most people, like say Republicans or Democrats or whatever, don't really have extreme views. Yeah. A lot of them are just going to vote a certain way just because of, you know, some people are able to look over things that are important to other people very easily. Um, But I don't think most people are that hardcore because, I mean, I... I mean, I saw it here and there. I mean, I know I'm in Atlanta, so you're just not going to see that many, you know, tr- like Trump acolytes in Atlanta, in the heart of the city. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. They were here and there, but not not many. Um, but even like when I took a trip to Alabama and I was driving through the back roads, I saw signs here and there, but it was not as much as I thought I was going to see. Yeah, so... Um, and I don't know if that's because they didn't have them. <laughs> well, no, actually, the city I drove through had a like Trump store that you could buy stuff. But I don't know. I mean, some people may have voted that way, but they just weren't that hardcore about them. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. Like, well, well, I'm a Republican, so whatever. I'm going to vote. You know. Yeah, a lot of people just don't uh, don't express publicly 
but so I was listening to this podcast a few weeks ago about um, it's basically talking about group identity and how <clears throat> if you're part of a group sometimes you will ignore the shortcomings of the group that you're in in order to maintain your standing in the group mm-hmm. so like you know like Absolutely. people that are let's say uh, well the example I thought of was like um, you know a lot of people like rap music and so they'll say oh is it, when they're degrading women it's just a joke or when they use the n-word it's, it's just a friendly term or whatever which I mean yeah. some of that stuff I agree with or whatever but they will make concessions for the group they're in because they want to still be part of that group and they don't want to say, hey guys, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Because they want to maintain their standing in the group. And I think that's a lot of what we're seeing. I mean, this has been happening. This happens all the time. But a lot of people like the, um, I think there's a lot of people that are like, because uh, um, Trump was kind of anti-mask for a while. And so the, I think there's a lot of people that were, not wearing a mask even though they probably they know logically it's going to keep them a little safer they're like no i won't because this thing identifies me as part of one group or another so mm-hmm. if i don't wear a mask people are going to think i'm a democrat or whatever i'm a covid believer or whatever it is and so i can't do this even though logically it makes sense so yeah. i thought that was very very interesting because you'll see a lot of people um once you what they were saying is basically once you pull that person kind of away from the group and talk to them by themselves without like any fear that someone else is going to find out or anything like that then you find out that their beliefs are not generally as strong as they act they are act you know like if you talk to me by myself i I probably would say hey i'm not cool with all the negative messaging in rap music or whatever but if you ask me around somebody else i might be like no no it's just fine leave it so it's 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 that type of situation, and I don't know. It's it's very very interesting because a lot of this stuff is stuff I've read about, um, and listen to podcasts about in terms of logical fallacies and all the yeah. dumb stuff people do just because they don't understand how the brain works. And it's funny seeing it happen in real life. Well, it's funny and it's scary. Yeah, uh, it's like every big treat. I mean, it's like sports, like. Your team is your team. Yeah, even if your team is terrible. Yeah, you're going to go hard for that team no matter what. I mean, and I think, you know, this, you know, just currently with politics, you see somebody that tried, they decided to play to the very, the, the, uh, super fans. Yeah. And then you have all the not super fans just lining up because it's like, well, I got to because. <laughs> well, it's us versus them. And so, yeah, and it, you'd never want to be, you know, it's hard. It, it forces you to choose a side, and so if you don't choose yeah. a side, then you're like a traitor or something like that. So I mean, and I see that. I mean, and it's not just on one side that does that either. I mean, I see that on people do that on you know no matter what their stance is. I mean, it's I mean, you know especially you see it on Twitter where it's like you know you can go the other way like with like more progressive people, and it's like you know you know <laughs> it's like why are you not as progressive as I am? You know, kind of thing. Well, I, I remember when the whole woke thing became a thing it's like why are you not as woke yeah. as me and it's like yeah I, i'm woke yeah. enough i'm fine don't 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 match my woke yeah i think i think people don't really i mean i think the internet has done that but the internet doesn't allow people to grow there are people that are not growing absolutely there are people that are not growing and go 
completely negative, but then other people that, you know, really feel like they seem like maybe somewhere in their heart they want good things, or at least in the words they say they want good things, but they are not willing to, um, you know, let people become educated and grow to a certain place. Because, you know, and, and the internet can make that confusing because you feel like on the internet everybody should be have some kind of interaction with everything and it's like man i'm on the internet but yeah i, I don't know all like, the stuff that you know you know ardmore alabama i don't know what you're talking about yeah it's like i you know <laughs> i'm not connected to that because of you know but i am on the internet so it, it come, becomes weird yeah uh, it, it's all very very interesting but, um anyway so, did you attend Adobe Max since it's been like two months since our last episode? Uh, shortly after our last episode, that was when Adobe Max happened. Um, it was like online for the first time or something. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've never attended before. I've seen like some of the, some of the sessions from pre- previous years, uh, but this was the first year like where it was 100% online, no in-person meeting. And I was in a position where I had more time and availability to actually watch some of the stuff that they had going on. Um, mm-hmm. So, did you watch it or attend at all? Um, I watched some of it, not all of it. Um, I was trying to cherry pick things that it's like, okay, I want to learn more about this or um, things like that. There's things I want to go back to because um, I recently got a new work laptop. And so I loaded all the, you know, the latest and greatest, like, you know, Adobe products. And some of them, I'm like, wait, what? What (laughs) is this for? (laughs) Yeah, like, where where does this go? You know, or how how do I use this again? Or, like, where's the, you know, like, they have, like, Lightroom Classic and they have new Lightroom on there. And I'm like, I have a new one on there. And it's like, I need to learn this because I'm used to the Classic. But I know that, you know, you know, I, I need a force myself to, I need, I mean, well, not force myself, but I need to educate myself on some of the newer things, and, like, um, I just haven't, I can't say I don't have, haven't had time, but I haven't dedicated the energy to watching some of those yet, but, um, I did start watching one on XD, but I realized once I got halfway through it, it's like, this is the super basic. <laughs> yeah. I watched a couple, um, like, about, I forget, I watched one, like, on, um, after Effects, because I, I learned After Effects years ago, and I haven't I haven't used it frequently, so I wanted to like find out what's new. But yeah, some of the mm-hmm. sessions I watched were just too basic, and then there was a few that I watched that they weren't too basic, but they were just moving super super fast, and so it was not it definitely mm-hmm. was not something where you could follow along. Um, but the ones I I thought were interesting, I watched a few where they were just showing off some of the new technology and stuff you could do with mm-hmm. augmented reality and they have like the thing where you can age a photo like a picture of a person and you can like turn their head if you wanted to turn their head left or right and stuff like that I thought that stuff was pretty cool mm-hmm. but um overall um yeah it was entertaining they had like some celebrities on there doing stuff and other people um one one thing I remember that stood out to me, this guy was on there talking about how to get good ideas or how to form ideas. And he said the best way to form an idea or the best way not to get a good idea is to go on Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook or any of those places where you just see like 
those inspiration boards is the worst place to get a new idea. <laughs> now it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Although sometimes it does feel easier to do it that way. But he was like, the best way to do it is not to do that. And he was saying, um, I'm trying to remember exactly how he explained it. But he was basically like, you just, let's say you're trying to make a logo for somebody. Instead of um, looking on one of the sites or whatever, just think of something and try and apply that to that concept. So, like, the first thing you think of may be a car. So, okay, figure out how you could use a car or the concepts related to a car in the logo and come up with something off of that. Um, and it mm. kind of forces you to be creative because the car may have nothing to do with the logo or the company or whatever. I actually like doing stuff like that. Um, when I was kicking myself for saying it, but like when I paint it more, mm-hmm. <laughs> I work on that. Get back into it. But um, yeah, that was like one of the things I used to take inspiration like from music. Just so that I'm not going one to one, you know. Yeah. I mean, because I do that on purpose sometimes when I'm just trying to do something quickly. It's like, well, what did you do? Okay, I'm just gonna do that. But yeah, like given the time to like really like create something, yeah, I like the idea of being able to like, which I've had more of at work now. But um, yeah, pull from something that is not a thing, create something new, and you know, stretch those creative muscles. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I. There are definitely times when I will just look at someone else's stuff just because if I I feel like I can't think of anything, then that just makes it a whole lot easier. But I feel like the more you do that, the more dependent you become. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're waiting on somebody else to see what they, you know, it's like, okay, what you put out. Okay. Yeah, and the risk with that, from my perspective, is that if all the ideas that you see are bad, then what you're going to do is bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, and yeah, you don't grow that way. And I mean, the, you know, design as a whole, like as an industry and everything doesn't grow that way. If everybody just, you know, does like Twitter and just puts stories on their app, like Instagram and Facebook and everything else, yeah. <laughs> you don't actually, you're not actually creating anything new, a new experience. You're just, copying and pasting in the sessions that you watched did you see any diversity in terms of presenters uh <laughs> so you, you trying to be a presenter uh 2021 no, no, i'm just just a question because i know um no i mean i to be fair i didn't i didn't watch mm-hmm. a lot yet but not really yeah, I saw. Uh, let me think. You know, sometimes you see somebody's name. It's like, oh, that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched several sessions, and uh, I saw. Look, there was a few Hispanic people. There was, I, I will say there was women in there, which is good. Um, but I did not see anybody that looked like me, or not even remotely. Um. I might be wrong. I might be forgetting something. But yeah, it, there was not a ton of diversity. But I will, I'm not surprised by that because I know that there is not a lot of representation. Not because they're not people doing the work, but just because there's not not high, high profile. profile. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only my only. Uh, well, so I wish that you know it 
they offered the sessions online like this more often. Maybe they have in the past. I just don't pay attention because <clears throat> if you tell me the conference is like in Vegas or wherever it is, and I'm not going to worry about it. But I think offering the sessions online made it way more accessible for me. And um, I was able to watch it while I was working and stuff like that. And so <clears throat> I learned a lot of stuff. I tried some new things. Um, and it definitely inspired me to, you know, learn more and mm. try and do some more stuff with some of the new features. Because like we've talked about before, I've been doing stuff kind of the wrong way in Photoshop for a while and in other apps because it was just the way I learned how to do it, the way I figured out how to do it. So I want to <clears throat> spend some more time learning the right way so that I can, you know, take better advantage yeah. of what's available. And hopefully they maintain that and they do that next year, even you know, pandemic or not, yeah. you know, like figure out, you know, <laughs> that's a topic for the next one is uh, talking about these vaccines, how they're going to brand that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, hopefully they keep that. I mean, you know, like many of the things that I think are good from the not good let me phrase that differently the innovations that have come as a result of the trials and tribulations of the pandemic yeah that sounded better some of that stuff is yeah. good yeah so but I mean yeah that's exactly what like you were saying with the design thing you find you you challenge yourself more you create new things you do better when you position yourself when you're in a position of discomfort. Mm -hmm. so. Thanks for listening. Yep. People. Uh, we'll try and have another episode uh, out on time in the future. It's our campaign promise or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New year, new me. But, um, yeah. So, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you check out our shop. It's hoodie deep in the hoodie season. You can cop a hoodie, cop a shirt, you know, for the ladies. I don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> but um, check out Bad our shop. shirts, too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Alienmuffin.threadless.com for all the, the goods. Um, but yeah. I have to take my dog outside because she's whining. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch y'all next time.